This is Jenny Allen, and you are listening to the Made for This podcast. We are excited because today we are going to take you to Africa, specifically to the country of Uganda, and you're going to get to hear stories of leaders on the ground and people whose lives have been changed by a ministry we all love called Compassion. If you haven't heard of Compassion, we have talked about it here before, and we've seen um, the beauty of a community rising up and sponsoring kids, and we wanted to focus all of your energy and effort into a specific community. And so Chloe and some of our team went over and got to meet people and see the work on the ground. We love compassion around here, and I know you're going to enjoy this little taste of Africa. Well, hello, everybody. This is Chloe. And if you haven't listened to Jenny and I talk about our relationship with compassion and my trip that I was able to take on our behalf over to Northern Uganda. Go back and listen to it. We'll make sure to link it in the show notes. But y'all, I'm back. I went at the end of April. I got to take my husband, James, and our other teammate, Molly, to say that witnessing what compassion does through the local church was life-changing is like maybe an understatement because James and I have sponsored our buddy Godfrey for like over 10 years now, which we actually got to meet him in person while we were in Uganda seeing the impact compassion has had on his life through his church in his community. It just further gave me so much trust and confirmation of the integrity of compassion's work. I just wanted to really quick recap what is going on. And this is going to be very broad strokes, very quick version of a decades long war that still has uh, ripple effects in Northern Uganda. But if you'll remember in the late 90s, early 2000s, and then into even 2010, that there was a big political and military unrest in the country of Uganda, which sort of birthed and rose up this rebel war between warring tribes. And out of that, a man named Joseph Kony rose up and led and started to recruit other rebel fighters. And when I say rebel fighters, I mean children from villages all over Northern Uganda of all ages. Joseph Kony's army was called the LRA or the Lord's Resistance Army. And the brutality and the tragedy that followed them everywhere they went from village to village was unspeakable. And I'm going to share just a little bit of some of the stories that these amazing, resilient people were not just willing to share, but when we went to church, they stepped forward and said, I want to share my story, some of them for the first time, about being abducted from their family at the age of seven and taken into the bush for 10 years to reemerge as a 17-year-old. Just unbelievable trauma and sadness to be rejected by their family. To honor these four women that raised their hand and said, I want to share my story so that people around the world can know not only what happened here and to them personally, they took this risk and shared this story with us specifically so that you could know that they are working hard and with the grace of God, carving out a new future for their kids. Compassion works 
all over the world in thousands of churches to break the cycle of poverty for kids and their families through local churches. And then there are special circumstances, which I learned while being on this trip, that make need in particular areas greater like war and natural disaster. And so this program and a lot of these programs that we are going to focus on in northern Uganda, many of them fall under that category for compassion. So it is really special that we get to play a part and these women will be part of those programs. So here's just a little taste of some of their stories. I tried to run. I thought I was uh, I would escape and uh, I, it was not possible. So as I was trying to, to, to guide myself, they were they cut my hands using a panga. They wanted to kill me completely. Then the commander said, I am still a young girl, they should not kill me. We went to the bush, they slaughtered a goat. They did not give us the meat to eat. They gave us some leaves. They said those ones, the, uh, the meat is for the commanders. The devil has fought my life. My first husband was killed. It was my prayer that the rebels could have killed me and the life is still not easy. And I really wanted uh, again to commit suicide. From the time I became saved, I am, I am no longer thinking about committing suicide. So when when anything becomes difficult in my life, I would always get down down on my knees and pray to God. That is the reason why I thank God so much. I am going through a lot of difficulties, which would take me back to think about what happened in my life. But I pray that God doesn't leave his people anyhow. As a person who is left alone from the house of my from the household of my mother, I know that God has a plan for me. What I'm praying for is God to remember me so that me and my children are living a decent life. Some of the most unspeakable brutality that I have ever heard and with some of the human rights partners that I am friends with have would agree that Joseph Kony's effect on northern Uganda and then into Sudan and the Congo and surrounding areas was some of the worst that the world has ever seen. And so the Acholi people and, and the people of northern Uganda, I mean, this was a di- over 20-year war where they're living in fear and being their villages being pillaged, forced to kill family members, abducted into the bush to marry rebel fighters. There are some great books about this war that I will link in the show notes if you want to read more. But, you know, this episode could be about that, right? Like this episode could be about the suffering that they have endured and continue to endure. And many of these now men and women you know they were they were abducted as children but now they're in their 30s and 40s and 50s and so what is so amazing is that we reached out to compassion and said hey we want to really focus on one particular community would you help us the ugandan compassion national office was able to say actually we ha- we have been wanting to expand and start new programs in northern uganda and in the refugee settlements that are far west almost towards congo um, because the need is still so great and so that is the privilege and what i cannot believe i got to do and i went with you in mind because i wanted you to get a taste for the resilience the courage and the power of the local church in these communities where everybody, to some degree, some personally and otherwise, were impacted by this rebel war. But what's even more beautiful is that under the same tree 
in this tiny village where 20,000 people gathered in this small area of land so they could find safety in numbers, protected from the rebel warfare and were displaced from their homes, displaced from all of their belongings, struggling to find food and water sanitation. And they all came around this one big tree. And if you're on our email list, we're going to put a picture of this tree so you can see it. But this is where a man named Pastor Joffrey, he was like the most, the word that comes to mind is jolly. Like he was just joy overflowing. And he himself was actually drafted into one of the other warring rebel armies. And when he saw what they were asking of him, he got out of the army and came back home to Northern Uganda and God called him to start a church. And so this church specifically has been under and around this tree for decades. And and when I say church, it's not maybe what you and I would think of, depending on what your church background looks like. This is a small cinder block building with plastic chairs and no AC, uh, windows open so the breeze can come in and out, and maybe 100 to 200 people gathering on Sundays for upwards of three hours to just worship God and give of what they have to each other and to the church. What I saw and witnessed was the power of God through the local church to love people. And so while the wounds and the trauma that these people have gone through run very deep and still impact their daily lives, they are bringing their children and their families to church every single week. And this is exactly what compassion does. They don't come in and say, hey, we're compassion. We're going to run a temporary VBS. Compassion has a thorough process of identifying these amazing churches and pastors who say yes to bringing and opening their doors to kids from the community around them to come and be a part of the compassion program. I want you to hear me sitting under this tree that I'm describing with Pastor Joffrey and asking him to tell me a little bit more about the church and about the people that he serves. I've seen the hand of God. That's why you see our congregation is uh, adding because I've seen there was two witch doctors, a powerful one. They were around us here, but all of them got saved. Wow. And we burned their thing. So that one, really, huh, people start saying, if this one also had got saved, why me? Why me? Then they also start coming to the church. For us here, what we normally do when somebody is having problem, hmm, we normally go as a team. Hmm? We, we contribute little, little things. We go with it. We show our love to them. So that one huh, had motivated us so much because uh, some other people, they need care. They need love. But how to do it, it is hard. So it is our responsibility as a church to do that. Around here, we have about three churches. So God is doing tremendous among our community because I've seen some other people getting healed most most powerful this one sponsoring children let me say it among these children some of them their first time to eat rice was here people eat meat during the holiday Christmas Independent Day they they celebrate Independent Day 
so much here. Yeah. So that is the day people used to eat meat, eat rice. But now church is providing. Every Saturday when they come, wow. they give them rice, at least piece of meat. Yeah? <laughs> they said, really, this is, this is the right place. That is how people see the goodness of God. It, it is touching. It is touching. Sometimes we pick, huh? we divide ourselves with the children. We, we, we put people who teach children, we organize them to be out so that people are all accommodated. Yeah. But normally our desire is all the other activities we should do it with the children. But when it comes to teaching, preaching, that's the time we divide. You know, with children, they don't mm -hmm. take long. Our focus, it is on children. For me, I like children so much because that is our future. That is our future. God bless us with this project of compassion. Compassion, we wrote to them and for sure they accepted our request. From that time, I saw some life start changing. Even our caregiver, some of them, they are very happy because some of them, if you see these children, some of them, they start going to school by the time the compassion partner with us and we registered them. That's the year these children started going to school. We really appreciate so much. And what I know, the life of our people will change even though this will not touch each and every family, but the few which God has blessed with us, I think that one will be a joy to us to partner with compassion. James and I and the Compassion team that we were with had the opportunity and the invitation to join this church on Sunday morning. And we knew this is not what we are used to seeing in, in the West. This is a three-hour church service, and I couldn't wait. Being there was a taste of heaven. And so some of the music you've heard at the beginning of this episode, I asked our editor, Scott, like, can you just include some of the clips of worship so that you all can hear what the sound of worship is in another part of the world. God is doing some amazing things in this community. Just to begin, there are so many children that are unable to go to school. They've never had meat before. Rice is hard to come by. They may come from mom and dad and have a home, but some of them are come from broken homes. A single mom who is doing everything she can to provide for them. These mamas are hoping and believing for a different future for their kids. And so with Compassion's help, 200 to start of these kiddos will get to come. They'll get to go to school in safety in age-appropriate classrooms. They get holistic care. So their health needs are met. Their family's needs are engaged by the local church, by Pastor Joffrey and the elders of his church. You guys have already stepped up 
so much in the world over the last four years. And as of July 1st, this is our four-year anniversary of Made for This. And it it just felt appropriate and right that on this four-year anniversary with you guys, that we can step up again and say, you know what? We are going to say yes to Pastor Joffrey, and we are going to get all 200 kids sponsored. Jenny and I trust Compassion. We both have been on the ground with them, and my husband and I both sponsor four kiddos with Compassion, and it has been a gift to us to get to walk alongside these kids from young age and for this to impact their life all the way into adulthood. I have seen that the work is a blessing to the whole community. It isn't just changing that one family. Compassion gets on the ground and serves the entire community through the local church. So what I want you to do is pull out your phone, open up a text message, and send the name Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, to the number 83393. So that's in a text message. Type in the name in the message, Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, to the number 83393. And what's going to happen is you're going to get a text back with a picture of a kiddo from this area that we have identified who is waiting for a sponsor and a link to sponsor that child. And you guys have showed up. We have together over the last four years sponsored over 600 kids. And so I believe we are going to see hundreds of these kiddos in Northern Uganda sponsored. And our goal is to really focus in and make a significant impact to a community that I have personally laid eyes on. I can't wait to go back and see Pastor Joffrey again and tell him what you guys did with us. You know, if there are hundreds of thousands of you listening to this episode, I want to go as far to say 500 of you saying, yes, I'm going to sponsor a child from Uganda. And you can also go to compassion.com slash made for this. And you can choose a boy or a girl, maybe based on a birthday that means something to you. All the kiddos you see at compassion.com slash made for this are from the areas of Uganda that we visited. So if you sponsor today, just as a thank you, Compassion is going to send you a copy of Jenny's book, Find Your People. This story that you're a part of, you cannot know how it will change the trajectory of a life and of a family and generations. And we believe in the local church. We believe in ministries that support the local church because it's real. This is how the world changes. I know together that we can see every single kid in this village and around this local church sponsored. So join us today. So again, right now, text the name Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E to 83393. You're going to get a text back with a picture of a kiddo who's waiting for a sponsor. You can also go to compassion.com slash made for this, and you can choose a boy or a girl. All the kiddos you see at compassion.com slash made for this are from the areas of Uganda that we visited. Will you say yes to changing a child's life? We know it's the kind of love that will affect generations and generations. And this is our opportunity.